You're listening to Grey Ledge Advisors Thoughts from the Ledge podcast with Scott Albracio and Manish Sharma. Today I've got Manesh Sharma with us, who's our analyst here at Grey Ledge Advisors and really manages the ramp portfolios of the retirement asset management platform that we put out for our retirement clients. And Manesh, I'm pleased to have you here today. Glad to be here. We've got four basic investment models out there, our conservative balanced growth and aggressive models over there. What I'd like to know is what's your feeling on their performance since the beginning of the year? Since the beginning of the year, we were very much skeptical of the market, especially with the run-up the market had and the loose monetary conditions. And we were worried about the inflation. And if we look at, in the hindsight, we did everything which we could. And that has really given us outperformance in all of our portfolios. We brought the gold back in the conservative we lower our duration in the bond durations and in the aggressive, we were out of biotech, we were out of any kind of growth where we did not like the valuations. So I think we did pretty well. So you've mentioned this once or twice already in terms of the duration of the bonds. I want to talk a little bit more about the fixed income sides of the portfolio and what that duration means and how it impacts the choices that we make in terms of the investments. Duration, the concept is, first of all, only related to the ballast and the conservative model because that's where we have the bonds. So duration of the bond portfolio is how much is the average bond in the portfolio, the bond portfolio's age is. And higher the duration, that means it is more susceptible to the interest rate risk of the U.S. Treasuries of the 10-year or 2-year or 5-year. So, for example, if the duration is seven and another portfolio that has a duration of 15 that means the 15 year portfolio will be more susceptible to the risk or you can say will be more vulnerable to the risk of the interest rate changes that is done by the federal reserve and we know all know how horrible the job they have done in preparing the markets and we have seen the drawdowns of the last 40 years in the bond market so our investors were prepared and we did well. So we made some changes in the portfolio mix from 2021 to 2022. We substituted, we pulled in and out of sectors. Ultimately, we got out of two areas that I recall, bio and pharma. And the thought was that we didn't think they were going to perform in 2022. Is that that a correct statement? Is that prediction correct in the substitution? Did that work out for us? So in biotech and pharma and healthcare, there are many different areas. And what we were having was biotech, which have the income in the future and they make new drugs. And we knew as we came out of the COVID, the valuations were stretched even 50 times in some stocks. Mm -hmm. We are not talking about the Pfizer's and other big companies, Johnson & Johnson, but we are talking about the smaller or the growth companies of the biotech. And we were not comfortable. And the biotech stocks are down 37% for the year as we, the day we are recording it. I think we did very well because NASDAQ is down 24. Right. And we taking the biotech out, we saved our investors a lot of money and we invested in the value stocks where we were now overweighted, mm-hmm. and which are substantially less down than the even the S&P. So we did pretty well. Well, Manesh, thank you very much for your time today. You've been very informative. And we look to have you on some other podcasts and talk about some other topics. Thank you. Glad to be here. You've been listening to Grey Ledge Advisors Thoughts from the Ledge podcast. To learn more, please contact your Grey Ledge advisor or visit us at greyledge.com.